The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Did you know that relaxation is all in your mind? That's right. By applying various techniques of mindfulness, you can practice relaxation anywhere and anytime, whether it's at home, work, or at play. Welcome to Come Back to Your Senses Radio with host Leah Brenda Smith. Our program is all about recovering your common sense. Now, here's health and wellness specialist Leah Brenda Smith. Hello and welcome. I am Leah, and this is Come Back to Your Senses Radio. And a real warm welcome and thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in live each week and or listening through the archives. This is the 14th show, the 14th live show of Come Back to Your Senses Radio, which marks the end of our pilot series and the beginning of a new series of shows. So thanks for the support and the great uh, emails that come in, uh, letting me know the value that you're getting from the programming each week. Last week, I was remiss in announcing that Come Back to Your Senses Radio has been picked up by Bobby Kay at Project Freedom Radio Network. So the show is coming to you live from Voice America Variety Network and being live streamed by Project Freedom. So thanks, Bobby Kay, for including us on your network at www.projectfreedom.ws. So a big warm welcome to all of our new listeners. And if you'd like, you can access the 13 archive shows that we have. You can access them through www.comebacktoyoursenses.com, which is my personal email, uh, web page. And then also um, that will bring you to the host page of Voice America Variety. And if you want to send me an email, the address is leah at comebacktoyoursenses.com. So welcome, welcome, everyone. And uh, this show is on the human chakra system. And we are a vast, complex array of energies that move in all directions. We're filling and emptying, pulsing and swirling, and moving from front to back, back to front, through the body, around the body. Some of the energies connect us deeply into the earth, moving up from the ground and into our bodies, and then out of the crown, connecting us with energies above and beyond. Now, well... Other energies move into the crown and down through the body and into the earth. So clearly we are an individual grid of energy that connects us with a larger universal grid of energy. Think of, you know, like the longitude and latitude lines that you see on the map, that you see around the globe and the ley lines and other points of light that encompasses our world and our universe and beyond. All of these lines of energy certainly indicate that there's much more going on that is commonly perceived. And our connection to all things just goes on and on and on. There's certainly a lot to keep track of. And, well, fortunately, 
we don't need to keep track of all the comings and goings of energies as it just all flows into us and spills out of us and then flows into us again. So as with any form or system, the human chakra system comes to us as a way to begin to understand ourselves as energy and the influence that our thoughts and feelings, attitudes and actions have on our energy system, which in turn affects our health and affects how we feel, how we live, how we interface with those closest to us and our relationship to the world at large. The chakras have become a new age expression and there are many interpretations of their meaning and their function. It's important to just acknowledge that the wisdom of the chakras comes from ancient Eastern traditions, which few people have really explored. The Vedas are the oldest written tradition in India, dating back 15,000 to 500 BC. And they're recorded from oral tradition by the upper caste Brahmins. There is some mention of chakras as psychic centers of consciousness in the yoga Upanishads, approximately 600 BC, and later in the Yoga Sutras of Pantanjali, approximately 200 BC. The chakra system and Kundalini Yoga rose within the Tantric tradition during the second half of the first millennium of our common area, era. But generally speaking in the West, we do not live our lives with the mystical meaning, devotion, and dedication that serious students of these and ancient traditions were accustomed to. Yet there's great merit in taking up the ideas of these ancestors and incorporating this information and wisdom into our daily lives from whatever place of consciousness we are currently in and in whatever way we are currently able to do so. And then let the wisdom let the consciousness itself lead us from there. Chakra is a Sanskrit word which means wheel or vortex. The chakra system refers to seven major energy centers within the human body. They're all a part of this energetic system and are intrinsically connected to our consciousness. So the chakras are energy centers function like um, as a pump or a valve regulating the flow of energy through our energy system. The ease and the functionality of the chakras correlates to the decisions that we make and how we respond to conditions in our life. The flow of energy through these valves increase and decrease in response to our thoughts and our feelings and fluctuate based on every changing way that we view our reality moment by moment. So the chakras are not physical, but they are aspects of consciousness in the same way that our aura or energy fields around the body are aspects of consciousness. The chakras are more dense than the auras, but not as dense as the physical body. They interact with the physical body through two major systems, the endocrine system and the nervous system. And each of the seven chakras is associated with one of the seven glands that make up the endocrine system. And with a group 
of nerves called a plexus. So each chakra is associated with specific body parts and specific functions within the body that are controlled by a nerve plexus and a gland within the endocrine system. Martin Brothman, a PhD author of Anything Can Be Healed, developed a body mirror system of healing after he healed himself of terminal cancer in 1976. And he was working with that idea of that the body is a mirror, whatever's happening in the energy and the consciousness is happening in the body. And he said that we are all beings of energy. Our consciousness, our experience of being, who we really are, is energy, is life force energy, which is certainly a theme that we've had through all of our shows. So this energy does not just live in your brain, it fills your entire body. Your consciousness is connected to every cell in your body, every cell, every cell filled with consciousness. And through that consciousness, you can communicate with every organ, every tissue, every cell of your body. Energy-based healing modalities are designed to communicate on the cellular level in the body. That is, in fact, what they do. So this energy, which is your consciousness, and which reflects your state of consciousness, can be measured through a process known as Curlian photography, which is a special camera that's designed to take an imprint of the energy field. And when you take a Curlian photograph of your hand, it shows a certain pattern of energy. If you take a second photograph while imagining that you are sending love and energy to someone you know, there will be a different pattern of energy shown on the Curlian photograph. The evidence is right there in the photograph. We can see that a change in your consciousness creates a change in the energy field that is being photographed, which we call the aura. This energy field shown in Curlian photographs can be captured and measured. So when there's a disrupt disruption in particular parts of the energy field, these are said to correspond to particular weaknesses in specific parts of the physical body. The weakness always shows up in the energy field before any evidence, before there's any evidence ever on the physical level. So the first place an imbalance shows up is in the energy. And if things are not brought into balance at that level, then the imbalance will embed itself into the physical body in the form of a symptom or an illness or a disease. Similarly, when we enter into a process of healing, balance is restored first to the energy field before there's any indication of healing in the physical body. This occurs because the vibration in the body is slower and lower and more dense. And the energy that surrounds the physical body is lighter, more subtle, and can easily be altered by a shift in attitude. So this is the direction of manifestation reflecting through what we've just described. 
First, you have a change of consciousness creates a change in the energy field. Second, a change in the energy field happens before a change in the physical body. So third, we have the direction of manifestation is from the consciousness through the energy field and then to the physical body. And when we look at things this way, we understand that the physical body does not create the energy field, but rather the energy field creates the physical body moment by moment. What we see as the physical body is the end result of a process that began with our consciousness. All of your senses, all of your perceptions, all of our possible states of awareness, everything that's possible for human beings to experience can be divided into seven categories. And each category is associated with a particular chakra. Thus, the chakras represent not only specific parts of your physical body, but also specific aspects of your consciousness. When you feel tension in your consciousness, you feel it in the chakra associated with that part of your consciousness and in the parts of the physical body associated with that chakra. So where you feel the stress depends on why you feel the stress. The tension in the chakra is detected by the nerves of the plexus associated with that chakra and then transmitted to parts of the body controlled by that plexus. So when the tension comes over a period of time or at a particular level of intensity, it's common for the person to experience symptoms on the physical level. The symptom speaks a language that reflects the idea that we each create our own reality. And the metaphoric significance of the symptom becomes apparent when the symptom is described from that point of view. So rather than saying, I can't see, the person would describe it as keeping themselves from seeing something. Therefore, I can't walk would likely mean that the person has been keeping themselves from walking away from a situation in which they are unhappy, and so on. So the symptom communicates to the person through their body what they have been doing to themselves in their consciousness. When the person listens to the symptom and changes something about the way of being, then the symptom will no longer serve a purpose and can be released. Understanding the chakras allows us to understand the relationship between our consciousness and our body and to see our body as a map of our consciousness. It gives us insight into ourselves and into those around us. Now the individual chakras, we're going to describe them from the root moving up through the physical, emotional, 
and spiritual energy centers. And the root, the root is known as the security center. And the location of that is right at the base of the spine. The gland associated with it is the adrenal glands. The color is red. The musical note is a C. And the element is earth. The parts of the body that are affected by this are the lymph system, the skeletal system, your teeth and your bones, the prostate gland in men, the sacral plexus, the bladder and elimination system, and the lower extremities, the legs, the ankles, and our feet. Our nose, which is the organ related to our sense of smell, is also linked to the root because it's associated with our survival. So the sense that is associated with this root chakra is the sense of smell. And in terms of our consciousness, the consciousness related to the root is security, survival, trust, our relationship with our home, money, our livelihood, and our sense of being grounded and present in the moment. Also associated with the root is allowing one's inner being to be satisfied, allowing oneself to be nourished. This chakra also reflects a person's connection with their mother and with the mother of the earth. Connected with how we feel about being on the earth and our relationship with our physical body. The symptoms that may be associated with the root or tensions in the parts of the body controlled by this chakra indicate tension in the parts of the person's consciousness related to the chakra. Tension here is, ex is experienced as insecurity, as a general perceptual filter. More tension is experienced as fear, and more than that could be experienced as terror or an actual threat to survival. So those are the energies and the body parts and the gland and information associated with the root, the red and root at the base of the spine. And as we move up then to the spleen chakra, which is the sensation center or the hara, and this is located in the abdomen, really below your belly button. And the chakras really, they, they, are, they permeate through the body front and back. They don't just sit on the top of the body. So it's a whole energy that permeates that whole area of the body. As I said, not just sitting on the top or not just sitting outside of the body, but moving all the way through that whole area, the whole, your whole energy field from front to back. So it is the sensation center, the spleen chakra, in the center of the abdomen. The endocrine gland is the gonads. The color is orange. The musical note is D, 
and the element is water. The parts of the body that are affected by this are the reproductive system, sexual organs, your lumbar nerve plexus, and then your senses, your sense of taste, your appetite. The consciousness associated with this chakra is concerned with food and with sex. It's about the body's communication to the being, about what the body wants and needs, and what is pleasurable to the body. The person's ability to have children is also associated with chakra, your relationship with water, your relationship with the parts of consciousness associated with this chakra are food, sex, having children, and the symptoms. The chakra also associated with the emotional body. It's associated with a person's willingness to feel their emotions and the degrees of free flowingness with your emotional expression. That's the spleen chakra in the lower belly, orange, element of water, sound of D. As we move up, the next is the solar plexus chakra, which is the power center. And it's located in the solar plexus, which is below the sternum, just the opening of the, um, of the rib cage, just underneath your chest. And the gland is the pancreas. The color is yellow. The sense is your eyesight. And the sound is E. The element is fire, or you could think of the sun. Now the parts of the body that are associated with this chakra include the muscular system, the skin as a whole system, the solar plexus, the large intestine, the stomach, the liver, and other organs and glands in the region of the solar plexus. The eyes as the organ of sight, and the face representing figuratively the face that one shows to the world. Now parts of the consciousness associated with this chakra include your perceptions, concerned with power, control, freedom, and the ease with which one is able to be themselves. Mental activity and the mental body is also associated with this chakra. The solar plexus chakra is also associated with the level of being that we call the personality or the ego. The relationship a person has with fire or with the sun can be seen to have its parallels in the person's relationship with this part of their consciousness that the chakra represents. And sometimes someone that's sensitive about the sun, they can have uh, particular sensitivities about power or control or about freedom. So that's the solar plexus chakra, just below the sternum where the opening is of the ribs. And the color is yellow, the sound is E, and the element is fire. And as we move up, 
we move up into the heart. Coming out of the physical chakras, which are more the root and the spleen, and the emotional chakras in the solar plexus and in the heart. So the heart chakra is the loving life center in the body, really, and it's in the center of the chest. The gland is the thymus, which is really the controlling gland of the immune system. The color is emerald green. The sound is F. And the element is air. This chakra is associated with the heart and the blood circulatory system, the cardiac plexus, as well as the lungs and the entire chest area. This involves our sense of touch. It's the aspect of relating to the person that's inside of the body, distinct from the sensation of the orange chakra, which is more about the sensation that one feels from their own body. Hugging, therefore, is a heart chakra activity. And when one hugs, one's aware of what the person inside the other body feels, and that they're aware of you feeling inside of your body, and there's a sense of relating to the person inside the body. Sensitivities about being touched indicate a heart chakra sensitivity. And the consciousness associated with this chakra is perceptions of love, relationships, relating with people that are close to your heart. Example, your, your partner, siblings, parents, children, your close friendships. The difficulty with breathing or with the lungs or the organs of air indicates tension in the heart chakra. A person's relationship with air reflects their relationship with love. The heart chakra, green in the middle of the chest, the thymus gland, the element of air, the musical note F, the heart chakra. And as we move up now into the throat, the throat chakra, the cornucopia center. And the location is the base of the throat. The color is sky blue. The musical note is G. The gland is the thyroid. And this chakra controls the throat and the neck and the arms and the hands. And it's associated with the bronchial or cervical plexus. The consciousness associated with the throat chakra is the aspects of expressing and receiving. Expressing can be in the form of communicating what one wants and what one feels, or it can be an artistic expression as in painting or dancing, a musician playing music, using a form for expression and bringing it outside, bringing out the expression that is inside into the outer world. Expressing is related to receiving as in ask and ye shall receive. This chakra, the throat chakra is associated with listening to one's intuition, which guides one 
in an optimal flow, in which one sees one's goals manifesting, and it seems that the universe provides all their needs, with no effort on their part at all. It is a state of grace. Abundance, therefore, is associated with this chakra, as is the aspect of unconditional receiving, necessary to accept the abundance of the universe. Unconditional receiving. I want to practice that. <laughs> so we can all receive the abundance of the universe. Maybe we could all practice unconditional receiving. <laughs> this is also in the throat chakra. This is the first level of consciousness in which one perceives directly another level of intelligence and experiences one's interaction with other levels of intelligence. Metaphysically, the chakra is related to creativity, creating, manifesting in the physical world, and the fulfillments of one's goal. The element is ether. As the crossover between the physical world and the spirit world, so we came down from the up from, not down from, but we started down at the root and came up in the physical chakras, the emotional chakras, and now as we move up into throat, we're coming into the more of the element of the spiritual energies. But on the physical level, the throat chakra corresponds to deep space as the most subtle, subtle physical element. And from the point of view of the spiritual, it represents the matrix on which physical reality manifests. So metaphorically, it represents a person's relationship with their space. You know, their space, like the movie that's playing around you, and there you are in the middle of your space. Well, that's the throat chakra, a blue color at the base of the throat, the sound G, the thyroid gland. And then we move to the brow chakra. It's also known as the consciousness awareness center, the third eye. And it's located in the center of the forehead with the beautiful indigo or midnight blue color. The chakra is associated with the forehead and the temples with the carotid plexus. And the gland is the pituitary gland. And the sense that goes with this is your extrasensory perception. All of the inner senses corresponding to your outer senses, which together are considered spirit-to-spirit -spirit communication. Well, these include, for example, clairvoyance, which is the inner sense of vision, clairaudience, the inner sense of hearing, clairsentience, the inner sense of touch. And the consciousness associated with this chakra is the deep inner level of being that we call spirit and with what we consider spirituality and the spiritual perspective, the point of view from that place where our true motivations are found. It's the level of consciousness that directs our actions and the facts of our lives. It's also from that point of view that one sees events in the physical world as the manifestation of co-creation amongst the beings involved in the events. 
everyone co-creating together with that energy of spirit. The element is inner sound, the sound that one hears inside that does not depend upon outside events. It's often considered a pathological condition by traditional medicine, but it's also seen by Eastern traditions as a necessary prerequisite to further spiritual growth. So the bra, the brow chakra, the third eye, in the center of the forehead, beautiful indigo color, the pituitary gland. Next is the crown chakra, also known as our cosmic consciousness center, the I am center. It's at the top of the head and the color is violet. This chakra is associated with the top of the head, the brain, and the entire nervous system. The endocrine gland is the pineal gland, and the sense is your sense of empathy, unity, experiencing another person's experience as if you were inside of them, being them. The consciousness of the crown center represents that part of our consciousness that's concerned with perceptions of unity or separation. Just as the root showed our connection with the mother earth, this chakra shows our relationship with the father. It represents our connection with our biological father, which becomes the model for our relationships with authority and ultimately with God. It's that level of the soul. When one experiences a sense of separation from their father, often they close the crown chakra and experience a sense of isolation or aloneness, as if they're in a shell and having difficulty feeling contact with those around them. But through processes, the thought processes, they tend to justify and maintain the sense of aloneness. The view from this chakra includes seeing oneself as the single consciousness creating all things, and paradoxically, thus connected to all, like a dreamer dreaming a dream and realizing that what it is perceiving is just an extension of their own consciousness. The element with this chakra, with the crown chakra, is the inner light which is what one experiences when they are in the deepest part of their being, at a point of consciousness glowing with intelligence. It's also called white light. And metaphysically, this is considered to be the most subtle element of which the entire physical universe is created. So if we think about the seven chakras, the seven energy centers, major energy centers in the body, because we also do have minor chakras in the body, in the palms of our hands and in our fingertips and in our feet. And then there are those chakras above the crown that connect us with things above our crown and then chakras below our feet that connect us down into the earth. But in reference to the human chakra system, those seven major chakras in the body, they 
if you start at the root, you can carry the rainbow colors, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, indigo, the red root, and then starting with the scale. You could do, think of it as do, as in do, re, mi, fa, so, or as in C, starting at middle C, C, D, E, F, G, and as we go up the chakras and up the colors of the rainbow, things correspond. The root is red, associated with the musical note C, and at the base of the spine. The spleen chakra is in the lower belly. It's orange, associated with D. The solar plexus, up from that, just below the sternum, is yellow, is E. The heart, green, in the center of the chest, is F. The throat, blue, G. The third eye, violet, A. And the crown, Va, uh, indigo, I'm sorry, the third eye, indigo, and the crown, violet, which is B. So we are a rainbow of color going up through the chakras and up through the do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, or the C, D, E, F, G, A, B. And that's how we fit together in our chakra system with our colors and our light and our sound. And when there's tension in a particular part of the body, this represents tension in a particular part of our consciousness and about a particular part of our lives. So being aware of the associations can help us to see the importance of resolving the tension and resolving the issues in our life. If we were only to question doing what's necessary, if it was only just a question of what could we do, what's necessary for us to be happy, that would be reason enough to motivate us to want to change something that doesn't work. So here we can see that it's not just a question of wanting to be happy, but it's also a question of a matter of health. The issues that are unresolved in a person's life are in fact hazardous to their health. So when we see the correspondence between the consciousness and the body, we see the degrees to which we each create our reality. In fact, those words, they begin to take on a new meaning. We see how everything begins in our consciousness, and then we are able to look around us at other aspects of our lives in the same way. When we see how the body carries out the messages and the deepest wishes of our being within the body, then we can realize that the process can go in more than one direction. If our consciousness is directing how we develop symptoms, it can also direct how we release these same symptoms. If our consciousness can make our body ill, our consciousness can also make our body well. The logical conclusion from all of this is to understand that anything can be healed. And a little bit of awareness can go a long way in helping us understand that what we feel in the body, the symptoms are communicating something to us that may be going on on emotional level or on a mental level. And in that way, the chakra system can help us 
the understanding and awareness of the chakra system can help us to have more insight into what it is that maybe we need to let go of or move forward towards or communicate about in order to release any holding, release the tension and the stress that may be holding in our energy field, which down the road may turn into a physical symptom in the body. The internet's flooded with inspirational drawings and paintings of the chakras represented as flowers, uh, wheels, mandalas. And there's also a huge array of music that became, that's been created specifically for use in doing various types of chakra meditations. There's also chakra oil, chakra charts, chakra pendants, and pendulums that are used to balance your chakras. So really in the West, we are flooded. If you just look, there's lots of information about the chakras and different things that you can do, ways of balancing them. I'm just going to go through a couple of very simple chakra meditations that you can do with yourself that don't take a lot of time. You can take a little bit of time or take a little bit more time, depending on how much time you have. A simple chakra meditation would just be to sit with your eyes closed and simply breathe into each chakra, one by one, just starting at the bottom. Go through your own chakras. If you want, you could add a visualization and you could visualize the color of each of the chakras at the same time, starting at the root and just going up the rainbow colors. So move slowly from one chakra to another because you may find yourself being drawn to staying longer in some of the chakras than the others. Just keep breathing into the chakra until you feel the energy, until you feel the energy either settling down into a gentle flow, if perhaps the energy was too excited, or in the other direction, you may find that some of your chakras become energized and revitalized if the energy output was too low. And just let the energy form in a way that's natural. You don't need to figure any of it out. Just let the energy guide you. The energy has its own intelligence and its own wisdom and knows what to do. And you don't need to feel concerned if you don't have a sense of being able to feel the energy of the chakras. Trust me, they're there. And they're doing their job all the time. Even before you even ever heard of them, they were there doing their job all the time. They're like these nucleuses or battery packs of energy that dis uh, disperse energy to those areas of the body and energy to the glands and those nerve plexus that come off of the spine and correspond and feed energy to the different organs and the different systems in the body. So a simple meditation would just be to sit, close your eyes, just breathe, and one by one, focus on those different areas in the body where the chakras are. Another simple meditation would be to lay down and do a similar thing. You could just lay down and go through each chakra one at a time. But this time what you could do is just to place one or both of your hands on the area of the body where the chakra is with the intent of just bringing whatever that area of the body is needing at that time. Again, you don't have to figure anything out. Just allow the energy to flow where it's needed. So those are two very simple, simple examples of little meditations that you can do for yourself to um, 
be in relationship with your chakras, to encourage the free-flowing nature of the energy, to revitalize your energy system through focusing on the chakras. And then there, here's some questions or ideas or suggestions that are associated with each of the chakras that you might like to try. So the, the root or the red chakra is the... Um, It's the main power center, and it's connected to your physical vitality, your endurance, mental preservation, and it's the center that gives your life, gives you your life's passion, the root center. It's connected to your existence. So some things you might want to ask yourself to about that area or center in your body would be, are you physically fit? Was there or is there any current situation of abuse, either physical or verbal, in your life? Are you able to put your thoughts into action? Do you accomplish most of your goals? Are money and home very important to you? Have you had any recent thoughts of destruction? So these are some questions you can ask. And then ways that you can bring that red energy of the root to boost the root chakra would be to incorporate physical activities such as exercise or yoga, eat red foods and consume red drinks. You could use aromatherapy oil such as sandalwood or lang lang or juniper. I do that sometimes. I just put drops in my in my bath water. You could listen to stimulating music with beats, you know, such as drum or music that makes your body move like Latin American music. You can wear or carry red gemstones The red stones would be tiger's eye, garnet, red jasper, or ruby. And then you can just wear those colors of clothing. And another thing I found at uh, actually one of the health food stores is these little uh, packets. They're called color bath, and they uh, correspond with the colors of the chakra. You can get uh, a different little colored bath um, sachet for each of the chakras and it's so fun to you imagine having a blue bath or a red bath or that's another way that you can um, bring revitalization to that chakra to any of the chakras and as we move to the spleen the orange it's your your sensing station connecting with your feelings and your sensitivities it's the center that allows you to live consciously in the now The spleen center is also linked to your enthusiasm, your happiness, and the joy of your inner child. Questions you could ask are, are you emotionally stable? Do your emotions go from one extreme to another? Do you try to hide or control your feelings? Is your inner child alive and well, enthusiastic and uninhibited? Can you think outside the box, or is your creative perception restricted? Are your sexual relationships mutual and respectful? And can you be totally comfortable with your partner, with no limitations? Do you feel disconnected from reality? And do you have a difficult time living in the present moment? These are questions you could ask associated with the orange, with the spleen chakra, and ways you can help to boost that energy or balance that power in the spleen would be to have hot baths, do water aerobics, deep tissue massage. You could watch emotional movies or attend cooking classes. You want to embrace sensations. Again, you would eat orange foods and consume orange drinks. And the aromatherapy oils are Melissa, 
orange, mandarin, neroli, and tangerine. You want to listen to music that's got a bounce or a flow to it, like running water, thunderstorms, or harp music. And the stones associated with that could be coral or carnelian. Again, bathe yourself. Wear orange clothing. Put orange things around in your home. Or again, the color bath. Then the yellow, the solar plexus, is your mental awareness, which connects you to your mind power. It's the center that governs your ability to learn and comprehend. The solar plexus center is it's known to govern your ego and your willpower. It's the sun center that emits optimism and confidence. Questions you might ask are, are you flexible? Are you focused? And is your concentration okay? Do you lack confidence? Are you overly concerned with other, what other people might think? Are your thoughts clouded? Do you have difficulty making decisions? Maybe you take too much responsibility because you think you know best. Are you a perfectionist and prefer to do things yourself? Are you afraid of being alone? So those are some of the questions and you can bring that yellow energy, you can boost that solar plexus energy by taking classes and reading informative books, doing mind puzzles, developing your photographic memory, uh, taking in the sun or doing detoxification programs. As with all the chakras, eat the food associated. So eat yellow food and consume yellow beverages. The aromatherapy oils are rosemary, lemon, grapefruit, and bergamot. And you want to listen to music that's mentally stimulating, such as chimes, reeds, horn instruments. The stones associated with this would be citrine, amber, and topaz. And again, as with all the chakras, you want to bathe yourself in that color yellow. Take a bath, wear yellow clothing, have yellow art decorations around you. Next is green, the heart center, your power station connecting you to your emotions. It's the center that allows you to love and to give unconditionally. The center that governs your relationships. It's the energy center that integrates one's physical reality to one's spiritual connection. Here are some of the questions you might ask yourself. Do you accept yourself for who you are or do you lack self-love? Do you feel that you are not worthy of living fully or that you feel stifled, feel a lack of freedom in your life? Are you indecisive because you can't quite make up your mind? Do you have a hard time saying no to people? Do you have fear of being rejected or abandoned? Are you envious and jealous of what other people have? So if you find yourself answering yes to those questions, ways that you can bring that green energy and boost your heart chakra power are nature hikes, spending time with family or friends, surrounding yourself with plants, gardening, taking self-love courses, reading romantic novels or watching romantic movies, and you could try candlelight dinners. As with all the chakras, you want to eat the colors, so eat green foods and consume green drinks. The aromatherapy oils are eucalyptus, pine, tea tree, spearmint, and cedarwood. And the music that's good for this is the sounds of nature, the healing sounds of nature. 
You could wear or carry green gemstones, and those would be aventurine, emerald, jade, malachite, or peridot. And again, bathe yourself in these colors. Bathe yourself in green. Next is blue, the throat chakra. It's your communication power center. It's the center that handles the upcom uh, incoming and outgoing messages. And it's through the center that we give voice to our opinions and to our truth. Here are the questions you want to ask. Are you able to express yourself and your beliefs, your voice, your inner truth? Do you have the ability to trust others without doubt? Do you have good organization and planning skills? Are you able to free yourself of old family values? beliefs and commitments, especially regarding their, your relationships and responsibilities. Are you concerned with financial security and having nice possessions? Are you shy? Do you have difficulty communicating? Or maybe you're too talkative. So ways to bring that blue energy, boost that energy in the throat are singing, singing in the shower, toning, poetry, stamp or art collecting, meaningful conversations, taking self-development courses, attending church or spiritual functions, journaling, and neck and shoulder rolls, eat blue food and blue beverages, and the oils are geranium, chamomile, peppermint, mint, and cypress. The music is repetitive sounds, says echoes or sounds of the oceans or waves. And you wanna wear the blue stones, sodalite, lapis, sapphire, blue agate, Again, bathe in the color. The brow, the indigo, is your intuition and your intelligence. It's the center that taps into the universal consciousness through the third eye, where you can see things from a psychic potential. Do you trust your intuition? Are you able to develop your psychic abilities and intuitive abilities? Can you realize your fears and anxieties? Are you able to balance your imagination and fantasy? The ways to balance that are stargazing, eye rolls, meditation, developing one's intuition and psychic abilities, eat the indigo foods, aromatherapy is patchouli, frankincense, and mirth, music such as Mozart or Bach. The stones are indigo stones, are amethyst, tourmaline, and again, bathe in the color. And then the last, the chakra is the violet color, the crown. The chakra links you to the cosmos and can reach your highest potential. It's the energy of knowingness and enlightenment. Questions are, are you dedicated to divine consciousness? Do you trust the universe? Do you trust the universe? Do you trust your spirituality? Are you able to equally balance your spirituality with your ability to stay grounded? Are you balanced in your masculine and feminine energy? Do you lack faith because you prefer to believe in your own abilities? So ways that you can balance this are focusing on your dreams, writing down your visions and inventions, quiet contemplation, meditation, yoga, listening to your guided to guided meditation tapes, eat violet foods, drink violet drinks, the aromatherapy is lavender, jasmine and magnolia, and the music would be silence. It's the best inspirational music or crystal bowls. The gems are quartz crystals and diamonds, violet stones, and again, you want to bathe in that color. Well, that's all the time we have today. 
I really thank you for tuning in. And uh, again, thanks to our new listeners from Project Freedom. And uh, this is uh, Leah Brenda-Smith. You've been listening to Come Back to Your Senses Radio. I hope you found some great information there and some little techniques to help you relax and enjoy your life. We'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed our program today and perhaps have found some new techniques that you can apply to your daily life. Thank you for tuning in to Come Back to Your Senses Radio. Please join Leah Brenda Smith again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week.